Zen has been summed up in four statements. A direct transmission outside scriptures and apart from tradition. No dependence on words and letters. Direct pointing to the human mind and seeing into one's own nature and becoming Buddha. Uh, good evening and welcome to another episode of Yamano Tech Society Podcast. My name is Chris. Today is Wednesday, July 9th, 2020. And uh, it's also a little bit late this evening uh, uh, with some very um, more important obligations that were necessary for today and needed to take care of those things. And because this is basically my podcast, uh, I was able to take that time to work on it. So thanks a lot for tuning in, if you're still tuning in to this today. Um, it's about maybe 1 o'clock in the, in the morning, so I actually just uh, pushed out the newsletter. Uh, I actually organized some of the things I wanted to talk about tonight, and, and I actually am going to you know spend maybe 5, 10 minutes talking about it, as well as the other things I had to basically speak about as I talk about every single week. Uh, so tonight, uh, I have uh, two th pieces of, of content I've actually been created uh, using uh, a, a voice recorder to dictate the information uh, as I start to put together the uh, original, uh, basically not, not the first draft, but the original outline of what I'm going to be writing in the book. So I basically, if you listen to the last few podcasts I've been speaking about or a YouTube channel I've been using, I've been talking about writing a book and what I basically, uh, I think that's actually the great way to start off um, building a uh, an audience. Uh, one of the reasons why is because uh, it gives people a chance to learn a little bit about you, uh, what your goals are, um, your principles, and how and you want to remain transparent with, with your, your audience or your potential audience. And then uh, it also allows you to um, to kind of get some, some skills, you know, getting your <laughs> writing and, and learning how to, you know, create a cohesive, you know, uh, book, which is pretty, I think it's pretty intense in my opinion. Uh, I haven't never written one before. Uh, I think the most um, pages I've ever written in one in, in one setting, I guess like maybe a 30-page paper for school. And um, so, uh, so for tonight, I just wanted to go ahead and talk about the, one of the topics that I was going to be bringing up and why I brought it up. And uh, I will continue to do that as I continue to write these, uh, these pieces out. I will have a clip of, uh, of, the, uh, of the topic uh, either on YouTube or on here. I, I might make it out available for people uh, depending on how people are responding to it. And I also wanted to find a way to... I guess give people an insight on how it is to like to write the, the book. Now, now uh, I actually spent a lot of time talking about writing a book in last week, so I won't go into that this week. But uh, this week, I will be talking a little bit about this. It's a few topics I've been bringing up. I wanted to bring up in the book and why I think it's important to bring it up. And, uh, and I think after that, I'll talk, speak a little bit more about the uh, the next couple of weeks and what I'm actually going to be bringing. Um, writing and, and, and creating for the book. So uh, stay tuned, and uh, we'll be talking to you guys in, uh, in a few minutes. 
Hello my friends, I'm Professor Hans von Puppet here today for Yamanote Tech and Society with a special announcement. The cat is out of the bag. We are living in a new world where secrets of our culture, our psychology and the universe cannot be kept. The technology that is being created today is going to reveal the truth of our world and will finally be clear. This is what the podcast and brand are all about. In the early 90s, the internet was just a fad, something used to pass the time while you were at home, or to buy things that were not always available at your local store. But now, billion-dollar industries are all online. Anyone can come online and earn a living doing absolutely anything. Only the limit of your creativity stands in your way. The Yamanote Tech and Society podcast is more than just an entrepreneurship podcast. It's about transcending to a higher self using everything that we already have. You might have a way with words, or you could draw very well, or maybe you are blessed with a look that can capture millions on the little black screen in your hands right now. Perhaps you make very good cookies, or you're into fashion or music. Look, the problem is you. Will you step through that door of opportunity and do something about it? You can start with this show. Subscribe now on Anchor FM or any of your podcast feeds or visit YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, even Twitter for the latest on the different topics that we're going to be talking about. You can also visit our website, yamanote.com. All right, so welcome back. Uh, this is pretty much, uh, this is a section I'm going to be talking a little bit about one of the topics I wanted to bring up. And one of them was the idea of working with people with developmental disabilities. Uh, if you're not necessarily familiar with these people, um, these people are usually ones that, you know, attend the Special Olympics here in the States. Uh, they usually have different types of ability between mental, physical disability, Down syndrome, or cerebral palsy, or epilepsy, or they can just be, uh, you know, physically disabled in some state or state or form. And uh, I spent a lot of time working with them because on Long Island, that was quite popular. Uh, I think I worked at pretty much most of the top 10 different companies in the last 20 years. So uh, if any of the popular ones you could bring up, I probably will bring them up. Um, the reason why I brought them up because I, I spent a lot of time working there because it was very flexible with college. You know, being able to work like, you know, overnights when I needed to work the overnights, the evening when I needed to work the evenings, um, the day shift when I needed to work the day shift, uh, being able to have some downtime to, you know, read some books while you, you know, you usually have some downtime, you know, certain times of the day. Um, it also allowed me to think about what I want to do, you know, for the rest of my life. And I decided that, 
that wasn't what, what I wanted to kind of do for the rest of my life. I, I actually was going to leave that particular position and go into like nursing. And I was actually, uh, I got into the nursing school and was going to, at you know, I was at Suffolk Community College and I was going to go ahead and probably just, you know, um, just work and, and get into the school and become a nurse. But I just realized that, you know, there was this, I was always interested in tech. Uh, my first degree was in visual communications where I spent a lot of time working with graphic design, web design, and flash was a big deal during that time. And, and I was hoping to kind of work in that particular field, but there was a lot of talent that you needed to have. And it was a lot of people you need to be in front of in order to get that kind of work done. And um, I always fell into working in other realms of the, um, of uh, work, you know, in, like in the IT field, like help desk, or I ended up doing um, working with people with disabilities, um, working in the um, you know retail, working. Um, even I, I finally I finally landed a job in uh, as a as a web developer. Uh, well after like almost five years after graduating from college back then. But um, going into the reason why I'm talking about LIDSO is that I realized that um, I, I really liked working with the the, uh, the individuals, you know, and it was it was more about like helping people who who needed help, you know, and you noticing that you were helping these people out and you felt more like a friend or a, a family member. And uh, I, I spent a lot of time, you know, going to school and talking to people who are actually trying to become, I guess, uh, like clinicians. You know, maybe they were trying to become clinicians in some state of form, but they didn't really do the, the type of grunt work I had to do. Like working in, 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 in that field, you would have to do things like building um, uh, like, a, like a rapport with the, some of the clients that were more, we had a term called high functioning, low functioning. That term is not necessarily used anymore, but the high functioning was pretty much the term that where the person could probably own their own job. They probably could, you know, they can take care of themselves and get dressed. They can, they can work, they can have a job. Um, they can probably go ahead and even uh, um, live on their own, but they might need help with like doing their taxes or, maybe even purchasing a home or renting a home. They might be able to drive. Sometimes they can be uh, physically disabled, but they're mentally um, um, normal, you know, so they can they can graduate. I had one client that was able to uh, get a degree, but they needed somebody to help them to fill out their forms and do all their work for them, but they can get a degree. They, just, they were just more physically disabled. And I was very humbled by that. I was very blessed. I just knew that, you know, the things that I was worried about was nothing compared to this. And they could probably, or they were able to just be able to have the things I had. I, I would know that they could do so much with what I had. So I decided to just be thankful and appreciate that I, you know, didn't, um, didn't have any, any any of those issues. And I tried to make the best of the situation I was doing. And this is why I decided to go back and, try to work in, you know, uh, I was actually trying to go from computer science at, at Stony Brook, I decided, because I felt like that was where I needed to be. And the, the nursing was something I was doing because I felt like that was the easy road. You know, it wasn't what I, it wasn't my true passion. And my true passion was technology. So like, not just software engineering, but I just was passionate about 
technology. I was, you know, I spent a lot of time working with web development and I was actually the guy who would help people with the technology at work, you know, helping people set up their uh, emails, um, being the one that would uh, take them to, you know, to set up their phones. And I was, I was always a tech person around the, around the people with disabilities at work. They, we called them consumers or participants. They, their names change based off of, you know, being politically correct. So uh, I, in my book, I wanted to kind of talk about what drove me to like leave that and go into that particular field. I mean, I was actually trying to go ahead and be a, um, a English teacher in Japan at, while I was doing all these things, and that didn't really. Happen. I actually tried out like seven or eight times. Um, always managed to get a you know a a letter in the mail for to coming down and, and talking about things. But then, whenever I would have the interview, the this the the final interview would never um, facilitate a, 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 a an offer letter. Um, it was very it was very difficult to deal with it. But you know, I was always passionate about you know learning new language and traveling to Japan as well. So, you know, I always managed to learn Japanese and go to Japan myself. So it was basically about doing those things. So I think that what that particular topic is about was that. I want to tell people that they should just continue to keep striving for what they want to strive for and that you should just, you know, find out what you truly want to do, let people know what you want to do and just go after it. Because nine times out of 10, you'll always will find people who are just as passionate as you are or, or people who are willing to help you because they understand that type of passion. So um, it's not really something that I think that people can um understand like right off the bat i think it, you really have to have gone through some things in order to really understand why it's so important to keep pushing but uh i would definitely say um to the people that if you have the opportunity to work with people with disabilities i definitely recommend it it, it was such a great time it's i mean i don't know i just knowing that you know helping these people out you know and I worked with all different types, you know, like I said, like people in a, in a house with four beds, you know, or in a, in a, in a, in a, in a what we would call it a intermediate care facility. I think that's what we called it. And it was kind of like a, 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 a halfway hospital. It was pretty much like we had the, the beds that were pretty much in the hospital. We had all the, had all the technology you needed to run like a nursing home. And clients would pass away, you know, sometimes overnight and stuff like that. And you would have to do things to help them, you know, either either they were DNR, which call it did not resuscitate if they weren't there, or we would have to, um, you know, fill out paperwork if they, you know, passed out or in the sleep or whatever case. And there was a lot of things that went on, you know. So I, I definitely think that uh, it was great to live in um live in a time to be able to do stuff like that i i really did enjoy you know the working in that type of field there was, there was a lot of overtime it was a lot of a lot of money to be made you know it was great but um i do think that uh it wasn't something i wanted to go you know too too long doing and that's kind of like why i changed that and i i tried my best to do everything i could to get out of there because of the fact that um you know it Long Island, it really doesn't have like much going on outside of um, like the health industry. You know, I mean, there were a few companies out there that you can work for, but it was very difficult to get into them. So, but um, with that, I definitely think that, you know, that's one of the topics I want to really bring up. And I have a an, uh, an a audio 
um, I made an audio clip with that. I'm going to transliterate that and organize that into something that's cohesive and understanding that I will use that in my, um, as my part of my outline. And I have another link that I'm going to be using that actually has me talking about it and I'll be putting that on YouTube. The idea is like, I want to put like the, the outline pieces online and then turn um, some of the, these pieces into drafts and then have the drafts available and then share the draft for people who are part of the newsletter and then ultimately have and ultimately have parts of the of, of the book and my life available to the fans that follow me online but then on the in the book will be a way to market that in a way to turn to prepare propel my business in a, in a way that people can follow you know if they didn't really follow me on a YouTube video and they don't want to go through all that they can just read everything there so this is like a a, a a strategy I'm actually looking at doing myself which is you know you would blog about yourself and the things you want to do every single day um, even like I have an idea of like maybe blogging about uh, programming and uh, maybe making a full-out project either starting this year or next year. I don't know how I'm going to be able to put it. I probably can do both of them because of the fact that I'm pretty efficient at this moment uh, getting multiple things done. But I would do, I would, I would build out a project from start to finish and then provide that information, like what I did with the project, as a book that teaches people how to do the project themselves. And then they can, I don't know, and, and throughout the book, or throughout the blog post, I will pinpoint people back to the book. And this will help me to learn how to write a book about programming while learning how to write a book about my, uh, about myself. And the idea is that there are a lot of different people out there. There's just not companies out there that's looking to just, you know, make, you know, hire people for a particular job. But you might be able to work on doing this stuff for your own self. Or you might be able to have somebody who wants to write you know build an application but don't necessarily have you know the the they, they just know you and they would like to work with you to do it and, and that's kind of like where i want to go with this so and that's going to be it for this week um next week i'll drop a little bit a little bit about something else you know and, and i'll just continue to drop pieces out there so uh so we're gonna take a break and when we get back um i think the other piece we're going to be speaking about is uh what else can I talk about? Oh, I, I think I'm probably going to speak a little bit more about the uh, the business idea and like why I'm like going to use like, you know, documenting things on TikTok and what. Hi, my name's Lex and I do voice acting on Fiverr. I have done everything from YouTube channels to commercials to radio. I've even had the pleasure of doing a little dub work as well. I am looking forward to working with you, and I hope you come check me out on my Fiverr page. Thanks.
東京、東京です。ご乗車ありがとうございました。お忘れ物、落とし物内容、もう一度お確かめください。新宿、立川方面は、一番線、二番線、秋葉原、上野方面は、三番線、四番線、品川方面は、五番線、六番線、京葉線、舞浜、蘇我方面は、京葉地下ホーム総武線横須賀線は総武地下ホームです東北上越長野新幹線は20番線から23番線ですこの列車は折り返し8時45分発光145号岡山行きとなります車両の整備が済むまでお待ちください Is out of the bag. We are living in a scientific world where secrets cannot be kept. And anyone, anytime, can、uh, pick up something which will short circuit all the ancient religious techniques, yoga practice, meditation, etc. etc. This is all very embarrassing, but it will happen. Not for everybody, but for a lot of people. And they will see what all those sages and Buddhas and、uh, yogis and、uh, prophets saw in ancient times. And it will be very clear.